Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host, Dana, or the DHKs I'm known, and two films up for review this week. First off, there's the Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio, which is out on Netflix, and then Empire of Light with Olivia Coleman. First up is Guillermo del Toro's take on Pinocchio, and from a technical perspective, there is absolutely no denying that this is one of the most impressive films I've seen this year, and I've already seen the new Avatar film. But I think my big caveat on it is that at the end of the day, it's still the story of Pinocchio. And Pinocchio is not one of my personal favorite stories. I think that this is my favorite interpretation of it. So credit where credit is due. I was kind of bummed out because I'd already seen the Tom Hanks version earlier this year. And had I not, I actually think I would have had a better time at this because that one was just so shot for shot cookie cutter, the version that Disney had made. Whereas this version, Guillermo's version is and I will say supposedly because I've not actually read the source material, but it is supposedly much closer to the original story. And I did find it more interesting in that sense. It's set against the backdrop of fascist Italy, basically. And so there's a bunch of storylines that start to involve that. But I don't know if they always resolve in a way where I'm like, I don't quite know why you included this aside from, you know, we got a couple scenes out of it, but it doesn't necessarily feel like it drives the overall plot in a way that would have differentiated it even more than the Disney version. But like I said, from a technical standpoint, I'm truly in awe of this film. Stop motion takes forever. And, you know, the artistry is there. You can tell that they care about every single little shot. The music is super impressive. This is also a musical. I will note that there is definitely music in this one. I think the one thing is uh, you know, the the character of Pinocchio in this feels more frenetic. And again, maybe that is absolutely true to the source material. But a, as a byproduct of it, you know, as an adult who doesn't have children and doesn't deal with children on a daily basis, sometimes it can be a tiny bit grating in its maybe authenticity at capturing what a naive wooden boy would be like entering into this world. I think the voice cast does a great job. Gregory Mann voices Pinocchio. Ewan McGregor is Cricket. David Bradley, who you might know as Filch, is Geppetto. Tilda Swinton has a part. Kate Blanchett voices a monkey. Yes, that's right. Kate uh, Blanchett has a voice part in this as a monkey. You've also got Finn Wolfhard, Christoph Waltz, John Turturro, Ron Perlman, Tim Blake Nelson, Byrne Gorman. It's, it's basically Guillermo del Toro's cast of regular characters. And I had a decent time watching it, but I also will acknowledge that I watched it at like the premiere and you tend to have a better time and you're just excited and the adrenaline. But I also, you know, Guillermo has been a really great advocate for animation is a medium, not a genre. And I am totally aligned and of that school. But at the same time, now it feels like we're trying a little too hard on that front. Either way, I think because this is out on Netflix at this point, there is no reason not to watch it if you are interested in it. If you are a squeaky clean Disney blah, blah, blah person, yeah, this is going to be very different, but it's not so different and off-putting or whatever it is and dark and, you know, Guillermo can be very, very dark. This is not that. It is the darker version of it, but it is still relatively family-friendly. Again, it is beautifully done. The music is really, really good, except, well, again, I don't want to say except for the songs with Pinocchio singing because they are well done and they do what they need to do within the story it's just the point some of them I find annoying because that's what they're supposed to be within the story but overall I think if you are remotely interested it's absolutely worth checking out I'm actually going to give it a 3.7 out of 5 because I was more moved than I thought it would be even having seen a version of Pinocchio a story I'm not that warm on earlier this year I'm going to take a quick break and be right back and I'm back the other film I have this week is called Empire of Light, which I feel like I saw exactly zero marketing for, which is very odd because it is 
absolutely the type of film that would be marketed to me because it is a Oscar bait film. Got Olivia Coleman, Colin Firth, Toby Jones. It is a film about film, which we have a lot of this year. There's a lot of films about Hollywood and filmmaking. This one is British. It is from director Sam Mendes. And I think there's a reason that I've not seen any marketing for this. And I think there's a reason it is not being uh, talked about in the awards contention which is not what everything should count for. But when you come out in December against all the other award contenders, it implies that you are going for it. And when you have Olivia Coleman, all this stuff. So it's the story of these folks who run a, a theater in an English seaside town in the 1980s. Olivia Coleman is uh, the acting manager. You know, Colin Firth is like the manager manager. And then things are shaken up a little bit by the introduction of uh, Michael Ward's character, who plays he's a young black man in a very white town and, the implications of that. There's also stories about mental health where Olivia Coleman's character is dealing with some mental health, uh, I don't, I don't want to say challenges, but uh, uh, discoveries perhaps, and about the interplay between all the people who work at this theater. And I think the issue with this film is that from a technical standpoint, much like Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, it's well-crafted. You can't argue with the crafting. And you do have these actors who are very good at what they do, but I did not feel a connection to this movie it felt very surface level with all the themes it was trying to explore. So again, the mental health, the racism and, and dealing with race relations, all that stuff. It's there on paper. And I get, you have these actors who are very good executing upon it, but there's something about it that fails to penetrate past to and, and reach that emotional core as an audience member. I just felt like the whole time I was floating through and like skimming by and being like, yes, this should be a really pivotal scene but I don't feel any sense of tension during it. I think especially there's a couple of conflicts that have to do with the race-related storyline. And it did not convey to me the absolute abject terror and tension you feel when you are a person of color being confronted by basically racists, which is something that unfortunately, like I have experienced firsthand. I know most people of color, unfortunately, do have experience with this. And this film does not capture it in a way that I was like, Yes, seeing this circumstance play out, I am scared for this character, but I did not feel that like pit of my stomach drop, you know, absolute abject terror that I feel that I when I'm actually confronted with those situations. So, you know, it's not a fun thing to feel, but I do think that, you know, possibly the byproduct of Sam Mendes not have ever having experienced that firsthand and being the writer director like he wasn't able to translate it onto screen successfully. Same possibly goes for the power dynamics of, of women and men and all this. There's just things that I'm like, ooh, this is there. It's just not working in a way that it should be. And I, you know, it's a, it just sort of cobbles along and weaves back and forth. But I never once really felt that much of an emotional connection to any of these characters, which is a bummer because the elements are there. I wanted to like it. And then, you know, it's admiration for the cinema, which is, I think is the big thing about it is it's there in where it's a it's a show me, don't tell me, but they tell me they don't show me. And that's kind of cardinal rule of filmmaking, it feels like. So Empire of Light, I'm only going to give a 2.7 out of 5. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.